The following is a presentation of Morning Drive Media. From beautiful Burbank, California, this is Saturday Night Napsock here on the Napsock Files podcast feed. I'm Ken Napsock for another edition of the show where I throw it all against the wall. How are you? Are you hanging in there? That's all we can do right now. You're listening to this episode three years in the future. Has the world survived? Let us know. It will. It will, by the way. Uh, We are in the middle of this uh, uh, shelter-at-home lockdown phase of the battle against COVID-19, the coronavirus. And we're going to be fine. That does not mean, though, it's not some tough days ahead. Can't be concerned. And I don't want to dwell on it this week. I don't want to talk a lot. A lot of, well, we're all right. We're going to talk a lot about it. But from a different point of view, it's time to laugh. It's time to be informed. It's time to hang out. And that's what we're doing. Center and Absock is a show where I just, like I say, I, I put a lot of things out there. It's me cutting loose a little bit. I don't know what even that means. So I have dancing shoes on. I'll tell you what, I'll admit, I'll admit weird things. I'm going to admit something real weird in a couple seconds, something that I'm starting to realize about myself, and you guys can help me through it. do want to start with some bookkeeping first. I always want to thank my Patreon supporters for making everything possible, especially right now my TNF boardroom members. I have uh, some stuff going on on my Discord server uh, called Brand Needs, things I might need to help make some of my shows look, feel, sound better. Got some great creative people in there, and they're working on some stuff. I I compensate where needed and deserved, of course, Uh, but a lot of people willing to help, and it's been a lot of fun. And we are building up a uh, a graphic, a a thumbnail for my Lego builds on Twitch starting, uh, well, I started them, but they're starting in earnest this week. Went out to the storage shed and picked up some... Picked up the box that has a lot of my Star Wars Legos and some other, uh, I forgot, I had like a couple Lord of Rings Lego sets. If you remember those. Uh, so I've got some stuff to build. It's going to be a lot of fun. And we're starting those in earnest up on uh, Twitch, twitch.tv slash uh which uh, has been a channel that's been in place for a couple years. And I've been an affiliate for a couple years. I, I, this is my push to partner. Um, because uh, then I'll be like one of those 14-year-olds with an, a real active Twitch channel. That's a goal we all should have, right? Also, uh, I want to uh, specifically thank my uh, executive producer supporters. That's Thomas Rizzling, uh, Lethal Logan X, uh, Bedore, Kyle Harlow, Matt Thompson, uh, Taymor, uh, back on the team up there, uh, his brother Abdul down at the producer level, uh, Nathan Ovendale, Zach Anderson, Ty Schellenberger, uh, Chad Benefield, Tommy Terry Green out in the UK, and Jonas Berggren. Uh, these are the uh, top tier supporters. Uh, everyone, though right now is helping out and a lot of you are asking not just me it's it's um, a lot of jobs are being affected as we get slightly serious uh my mom just lost one of her jobs i've lost some work uh and that's just uh, that's two people there's so many more and you out there might have been affected uh by your industry going away your industry uh, clamping down so a lot of people looking for ways to support so i say this 
Take care of yous and yours first before you even worry about me. But if you're looking to support, one of the, one of the great ways, if you don't want to go directly with your Patreon or, or um, uh, bits on uh, cheer bits on Twitch or anything like that, you know, you can do just share my show or listen to it on Anchor. All the feeds I do, Casterly Talk, Four Center, The Afternoons with Josh Cannon and Amanda, and this one here, The Knapsack Files. And very soon, a baseball podcast feed is coming. We might not have games to watch, but we have baseball to talk about. Just listen, download it. Doesn't matter. Doesn't have to be on Anchor, just wherever you find your podcast, because I do get some advertising through those channels, and uh, your listens. Help build that up. And that's a way where you can support me uh, directly via an indirect kind of way. So uh, just putting that out there. A lot of you are rallying around some of your favorite content creators. And I, I, it's fun. It's fun to do this. I think it's a, it's important in some of them. The, the, the real heroes are out there. The uh, people still having to go to work. The grocery store clerks. The gas station clerks. Uh, my 7-Eleven guy. He's a hero right now. Jimmy. We call him Jimmy. Uh, he is uh, making sure it's well stocked. He's he's even bringing in some of his own supplies. I'm not questioning how, but he's there. He he sold me a can of uh, a sanitizer spray uh, that uh, I couldn't get anywhere else. He's there. He's going to work every day, expose himself. Those are the heroes, of course, the first responders, the medical people, your mailman, your UPS driver person delivering you your food uh, we're all in this together and uh, take time to support those people any way you can and follow the damn rules just follow the rules so to, i did it, it goes beyond your, your voting records i didn't think i was going to go this way so tired of seeing a facebook i should i should have the power to, to close my restaurant when i want yeah yeah no i agree with you overall I don't want the government coming in on a regular basis telling you what to shut down uh, and what to do. I get it. All right? Grab your musket, form a militia, and fight the queen if you want. All right? I think if you listen to me long enough, you know, I'm, I'm pretty much down the middle on a lot of things. I see both sides. I, I try to put common sense into my life um, and all my views, case-by-case basis, I will look at it. But just shut up with your putting your 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 weird uh don't tread on me flags above the situation just read the room read the room dummies we'll get through it a lot faster if we don't have people like you running around out there i'll fight you on that i'll punch you right in the face i i wouldn't punch i don't i have weak wrists elbows that's what i go for if you're ever in a fist fight with me it's not going to be fists. It's going to be my elbows and my knees to your gut, all right? I don't want to give that away just in case. Who am I talking to on the podcast that's trying to fight? Here's why I'm aggressive. Here's why I'm aggressive. I realize something about myself. And it's something that's been there for a while. I, I, I don't – I guess I just have to face it. I guess I have to face this. I might be some kind of burgeoning pyro uh, maniac. And it's a serious thing. I'm not making light of it because a lot of the fires that start down here in Southern California or the West Coast, just these uh, forest fires, these wildfires that uh, do so much death and damage, I mean, cause a lot of problems. And there's a lot of reasons for them. Make no mistake. But a lot of them are, are copycats or people starting them and uh, they are they're sick in the head. Right. So I'm not joking. I'm not saying this lightly. I'm not putting myself in that category, but I've really realized this week that I like to watch things burn. I like to set things on fire. I like to watch. It's a challenge. 
oh, I don't even know if I want to confess this, but I am. We have a fire pit, uh, which was uh, uh, a housewarming gift from our friends and House Buddha. Uh, Tamor, Abdul, Rafi, his whole family there. Um, it's a little beautiful little fire pit. Used it to entertain some people. We had a great fall slash Halloween party last October. We recently had Joe Starr and his wife toiling over. We sat, roasted marshmallows, that kind of thing, right? I don't, rarely do I fire it up for just like myself. But the other day, see, we had a, we had some issues going on on the roof of our house during all this. And a, and a real nice guy to come out and do some uh, repairs on our roof. We had a raccoon attack. I told the story in the afternoons. So check that out last week, uh, last week's episode. I, and in the middle of all this, this guy who had a young kid at home and everything, he came out and, and we social distanced. We had a good conversation, really nice guy. We social distanced, but he did some work on our roof and he, threw down a lot of just tree branches. We have a lot of trees around our house, which is one of the reasons these raccoons were getting on top of our house and trying to break in at night. Um, and he threw them down on the ground. He's like, I'll get rid of them. And, and, and he's like, I'll chop them up. And I said, don't worry about it. I'll take care of it. He goes, oh, okay, great. He goes on his day. So he leaves. It's like two o'clock in the afternoon. I'm supposed to be doing some work. I have writing to get done. I have things going on, Right. Very important, big wheel down to the cracker factory. I must do some work. And Grace just quietly watched, kept safe, kept a safe distance from uh, from the backyard in the house. We had this big set of windows you can down a hallway you can just watch. I lifted the the uh, cover of the fire pit, lifted the lid, got some kindling. I got some fire little starters. Uh, um, I call them little prodigy prodigy balls, but they're really just this compacted uh, sawdust, you know. Quick start of fire. I got those long matches, and I got my favorite thing. You can get them at a, you know, impulse buy at a checkout stand near you. You get the little lighters, right? The long lighters to light candles and stuff. Clicks, click, 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 and boom, you got a little flame, right? Who doesn't love that? So then I take this wood, and I have an axe, and I have a saw. Bought them when we moved in here, and I don't even know if I needed them. I was just like, we we live in a house uh, now with a backyard, and I've, I had lived in a house in Northridge for a while during the mid 2000s. So, so, you know, I got to get some tools again, get some gardening tools and everything. And I was in the store and I was like, well, there's an axe, a little hand axe, a little handheld, a little tiny one, but an axe. And I bought it. I had my axe. And then I bought a saw because if you have an axe, you might as well use a saw. Which I'm, by the way, I'm glad I did. The saw is a lot easier to chop, uh, you know, little tree branches uh, uh, into wood pieces, into, into fire pit pieces. Learned that early on. Though I did have one day, I just, and I had to be careful. You know, I didn't want to take a finger or a toe. Very carefully hacked through a, a branch that had fallen down. Anyways, I, I digress. So I get the stuff out. I get the branches that the guy's thrown down. We're talking like six feet. One piece was six feet with little branches and tr- leaves and everything. Now it had been raining. So I understand this rain was wet. I, I say that because that was part of the problem in my soul. I grabbed bunch of these little branches, ripped them off, chopped them off. Didn't really need an axe or saw yet, you know? Put them in the fire pit over some of the kindling I had, these little fire starter balls and some newspaper, you know, your your prerequisite fire starting kit. Got those matches out, got the uh, little, little, uh, little, flame, little flame gun, and I started putting some of the branches in there. Now I say in my head, I tell myself in my head, and it's been raining soon. It has been raining for a couple of days, but it's been raining uh, recently, I should say. Um, this wood's going to be a little wet. 
it's going to be a challenge. And that's when I, that's when the problem really set in. I was like, of course, it's going to be a challenge. Of course it is. So I set out to burn this wood. I never really succeeded. I was out there for an hour. That wood was really wet. And Grace is just watching. She'd check in every now and then. She'd pop outside. You having fun? Yeah, I'm like, yeah, I'm having fun. It was like she was watching a seven-year-old play in the sand. I had so much fun. It was very relaxing, a fun challenge for an hour to try to burn as much of this wet wood as I could. What could I do to get it started? Too much newspaper and, you know, you're, you're a little, it starts turning ashy and flaky out there. Uh, so um, couldn't do that all the time. Uh, I used a couple of those fire starter balls, the prodigy balls, but I can't. Can't get, I can't empty my box right now. We got We might use them uh, for an actual event, you know? I mean, we're not having people over right now, but you know what I mean? You never know when, you need, when you're going to need to roast marshmallows. And it just was a fun challenge. And I got some of it to burn. And then I, and I, and I get the fire started in the center, and then I go to other parts of it, and I just start lighting leaves on fire, little twigs. Will that catch? Will that do it? And I put another uh, lot of newspaper in there. Now, I didn't have, we were out of actual wood like i go to the store and i get some pre-cut wood or something and i occasionally occasionally will grab the uh everlasting gobstopper fire log they sell i got a couple of those now I, after the fact i went and bought those when i thought the world was ending tomorrow morning and i just sat there and it was the most relaxing thing i've done in a while so i'm not going to take that away from myself but this has been present for a long time. I remember we used to go up to Green Valley Lake. My great aunt and uncle lived up there um, for a while. I've told some of those stories on previous podcasts. And we we would go up there, and they had a big fire pit in the center. And it's cold. It's Green Valley Lake. It's up in San Bernardino Mountains above Lake Arrowhead uh, on the way to Big Bear. It's cold. It's cold outside. So, um, yeah, they'd set a fire. My great uncle would set, start a fire, maybe my dad. And I'd sit there, seven, eight, nine, ten years old. Sometimes I'd play with some G.I. Joe figures in front of the fire, like it was a big war zone or something like that. Other times, most of the time, I'd sit there near the fire, and I'd move the grate that was there, and I would throw things into the fire to see how fast they could burn. And I would intentionally throw, like, say, a wadded-up Kleenex. I would use it first, my little snotty eight-year-old nose. I'd clean it, you know, all right. Get out the Snuggies, all right. I mean, disgusting. Wouldn't just grab and waste them. I'd use them. And instead of just throwing into the fire, like occasionally I would, I would throw it intentionally on the outskirts of the fire just to see what the heat would do, how long before that tissue erupted into flame a little piece of like a cardboard container or something would go in occasionally uh, an, an adult would come around and be like what are you doing back put the put the grate back on oh okay okay i'll play some gi joe as i got older I'll, I'll study some baseball cards you know i never put a baseball card in there should have oh that's I, sh- I should do that now all right never mind um that's that was that's the first time i remember being fascinated by it I grew up in Arroyo Grande, California, and there's a a road there called Old Oak Park Road. It's a country road, quote unquote, country road. Uh, it's in it's a more of a rural part of the city. Uh, it's uh, 
Uh, you take it out there. I had some friends that lived out there in a nice, uh, nice property. We'd play quote unquote army, you know, had a lot of memorable nights there. They, um, I would go there almost every night during my youth or in like third, fourth, fifth grade. And, uh, they had their uncles that lived there would come by big family, very communal feeling. And we would, uh, go out and forage around uh, the neighborhood, right? And we'd sneak into through barbed wire fences and go through other people's properties. And the adults were with us, you know, and it's fun. You're exploring, right? Just having little adventures. It's like a little mini version of, you know, stand by me, your stranger things rolled in one. And there was a burn because we had burn days. I think they still have burn days. I don't obviously don't live up there. I think they're still going on. They had burn days. Burn trash, burn rubbish, burn refuse, burn trees. I don't know the rules. Some days you get a notice, no burning today. Well, the neighbor uh, prop, and it was like, when I say neighbor, it was like there was no house. There was just this large property on, the, on this main uh, road, Old Oak Park Road which is, you know, two, one lane on each side kind of road. Nothing nothing big. And these little tiny unnamed but unmarked roads would lead into little neighborhoods with three or four houses or one big house by itself. And on the corner there, they had done a burn with like, I'm talking tractor truck, those, you know, those big mammoth uh, uh, uh construction equipment uh, where the tires are like two stories tall, you know, those kind of things like that size. It seemed to me as a kid, I know they're not as big, but that size of like tree trees, like, like bases of trees, like, uh, you know, cut up big. I don't know how they got there again. I'm, I'm 10, 10 maybe. And they look like they're skyscrapers of wood, but they're not, I'm sure they're not. And they were burning. They were burning. It was it was this big thing on a burn date. So we snuck over there, and we were watching. And it was, you know, and we were being, again being careful. But I remember some of the adults would actually climb onto the little uh, tree tree stumps, um, getting dangerously close. But it, you know, it was it wasn't like raging. It would have been it had been smoldering a little bit in some spots, some flames. And I just remember standing by, it, it just was crazy. And you would think by this that I, I, that, you know, I grew up to be like a burner who goes out to Burning Man. I, I don't, I don't, cause I just hate sand. I'm like Anakin. I like hotels. If Burning Man moved to a Hilton, I'd go. But right now I'm not going to go live in the Black Rock City for even one day, let alone five days living off a, you know, tent and uh, going to the bathroom in a cup. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I don't care if Susan Sarandon's got a luxury tent. I'm not going. But I would be fascinated by watching them burn the man, you know, that ceremony at the end. I just wouldn't. I you know, a lot of my friends around me, and I have a lot of friends I know who go. So I'm not casting aspersions. They go, they get spiritually enlightened. Good for them, great for them. I'd be there, just be like, it's burning pretty good. Yeah, you want to throw something in it? Anyways, we're there at this uh, these tree stumps. Or there's these giant tree stumps burning, and someone pulls off on the side of the road. They get out of a little pickup truck, and we all look over, and we start moving. And the guy had a shotgun. We could see in the moonlight. A lot, a lot of city lights around, even in my hometown, um, even in, like, the center of the Aurora Grande Village. You could look up and see more stars than you can out here for obvious reasons. And um, we could see he had a shotgun. He didn't say anything. He just got out. He starts going into a fence. He had, like, a key, and he opens up a little fence. And we're, like, you know, maybe 100 yards away from him. And my friend's dad is like, go, start running, go, go, go. And we run into 
like a nearby wilderness. It it it's not unlike a Fangorn Forest in Lord of the Rings when you leave in two towers where they find what they think is Merry and Pip dead and the, and the orcs having been killed by the Rohirrim, and then they go into the forest kind of like it was like wide open field grass dirt and then like you go in kind of to the forest so we get there instead of uh, we could have just gone straight to our house to my friend's house which was the next property over but we, you got a quite quite a ways to go <laughs> we stop in the forest and we start we all hide behind the trees the adults as well we hide behind the trees we're maybe about 50 50 yards away the other direction from from the uh, wood burning uh, area and the guy comes over kind of expects he doesn't say anything and doesn't go search for us more in the forest. And we're literally, and it's one of my memories. I'm like hiding behind a tree, <sighs> doing that thing, that nervous thing, like, a, like I'm in the quiet place three. And the whole time I'm just looking at the wood burning. I'm just focused on the wood burning and the fire burning. All that fuels into the other day, me trying to burn wet wood. It really does. It's a tapestry of youthful experiences that make you who you are early on. I think if you look at things you do in your life right now as an adult, you could trace it to things that set in place a long time ago. That's why these habits are so hard to break. They really are. My office always gets a little messy. You you hear me make references to it. You hear Josh and Amanda make references to my cluttered studio on the afternoons. As a kid, Every year, beginning of the school year, I get a backpack and a bunch of school supplies, which I do love. I love supplies. Oh, God, I love office supplies. And every year, I'm like, this is the year I keep my backpack organized. A weekend, it's a mess. I knew where everything was, but it was a mess. And then at the end of the year or end of the semester, I'd clean it out and be like, oh, there's that paper I needed. Oh, there's that, that eraser I bought. I do that now. I do that now. Just clean some stuff. Uh, having uh, uh, lost my car in the accident. I had to clean stuff out of the back of that Camry. It's like, oh, there's that thing. It's been there for like six years. Found it. Anyways, I'm confessing to you all. I think I like to watch things burn. Please don't judge me. Please, really, don't judge me. I I don't know what to say. What does it say about me? I don't know. I just don't know. Hey, we're not going away. We're not going to break yet. This music means we're transitioning to the next part of the show. In this kind of stressful time, I think we all want to find different ways to relax, different ways to de-stress, to calm yourself. And I'm telling you right now, have you considered ASMR? Oh, it's a joke, you say. Oh, it's weird. You got someone staring at you on a YouTube channel up close, making whispery sounds and using, moving their hands in a weird spot. And I get it. It's weird. We're going we're gonna to be doing a show, uh, Life Ranked. Remember the, show, the old show I had, Life Ranked? I think we're, we're going to bring that back. Got some shows lined up. Once I can start meeting with people in person, uh, you know, I'll stream a show every now and then. We'll do the FaceTime thing. But in person is always best. Uh, Danielle Rafford from Screen Junkies. Her and I share an... Uh, Share an affection and uh, 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 for an appreciation for ASMR, and so we're gonna do a show about that. So I don't want to I don't want to step on that show, but I wanted to bring it up because I was thinking about it. I stumbled onto a TED talk about it. You know, you do a thing on YouTube where you're like, "Yeah, I'll watch this. I'll watch a marble race," and then next thing you know, you're watching an old clip from a TV commercial and that lead next year you're watching a TED Talk on ASMR. It's just it's just Friday afternoon. 
And it was fascinating to me because this guy gave a great speech on it, a great, uh, you know, explanation for the science behind the and, and science, and I'll say the pseudoscience behind the way you feel about uh, your reaction to this was an automated sensory meridian uh, response, right? Uh, autonomous, no, autonomous sensory meridian, ASMR, doesn't matter. Look it up. Um, it's the tingly feeling you get when you feel really relaxed, when sounds and movements kind of just naturally relax your brain. And this guy was talking about it, and he admitted what I had admitted, uh, had to admit to myself years prior, which is it's always been inside me, much like the fire and the flames and wanting to watch everything burn. The desire to be relaxed by ASMR always was in me. This guy, I was surprised to learn, in 2019, when the speech was done, had just learned of the entire subculture of ASMR and ASM artists on YouTube. And it's huge and it's big. I stumbled into it a long time ago. But again, I was as early as second grade. I remember a substitute teacher coming in. And that substitute teacher talked in a way that relaxed me and my head got all tingly. And all through my life, haircuts, I'd fall asleep. I'm known for falling asleep in the haircut chair. Especially when I had more hair to cut. Now, not so much. It's a little quicker. It's always been there, and I didn't know. And I stumbled onto a YouTube channel, and I'm going to, not so much rank, but I'm just going to share some of my favorite, like my top five ASM artists, and some honorable mentions. And this one, though, is the Hall of Fame one, and it's not even an ASMR cha- channel. Now, let's start here, I guess. ASMR is, it, it's, you got to find your trigger. And it can confuse people into thinking like you're finding your kink. It's not. That's a different conversation in a different series of videos. Finding your ASMR trigger just means you might not react to things. So you might not react at all. There's some people who just can watch these, any kind of these videos and have no reaction. I think you also have to calm yourself. Be a little open to it. It can be a little weird. Some of the videos are weird. They are. The videos of just people eating boxes of orange chicken uh, with microphones up to their lips. It's not my thing. But you might like to listen to people eat. You might like to have what they call personal attention, which is someone really close to the camera. Whispering, washing your hair, shaving, uh, cutting your hair, uh, eye exams, all these kind of cranial uh, nerve exams. Like you, you, you go into these ASMR channels and they all kind of do the same videos because they're trying to uh, meet a wide range of triggers and then also something that does happen a video might trigger you early on you might react to it and oh this sound is great and i'll find one and i'll go back to it 50 times i think that's why these videos have millions of views sometimes and it's a big business for these youtubers i've talked about this like on the wanger show like we're all struggling to do top five lightsaber fights in star wars videos and we're getting 20,000 views and some uh, you know, kid is whispering into a camera with some scissors in their hand and they've got 2 million followers and they're buying houses. I mean, it, we're all in the wrong line of work, but it's not that easy to do. And I see people misunderstand it. I've been told a lot, oh, let's just do an, a- we should do an ASMR video too. Uh, like, like a lot of whispering, right? It's whispering. It's like, it could be, it could not be. It's all about the triggers. And then the triggers will fade. I'll watch one video 50 times. 51st time, it affects me. Nada. Zero. Zilch. And you got to find another video that works. 
it's usually the same kind of trigger, but you just, your brain gets used to hearing that kind of sound. It's usually the first or second feeling that's probably the most uh, uh, relaxing. And that's the thing. It starts, it is, is relaxing. This is why I'm sharing with you now. We're in a stressful time. A little stress. I see, I see all day friends of mine on Twitter and Facebook barfing up their emotions, which is not wrong, but barfing up their emotions publicly about how anxious they are and everything just feeds. It feeds into the big cesspool of anxiety and depression and worry and concern. You're not wrong for having it. and You're not necessarily wrong for sharing it. But after a while, you're just dumping fuel on the fire. And though I like watching fires burn, apparently, uh, that, that emotional fire, just sometimes you should work to put it out. Again, no shame in having any of those feelings. I'll say that again. No shame in feeling anxious, stressed, concerned, even occasionally panicked. That we want to keep in mind to not panic. Don't panic. Don't panic, friends. It's okay to have all that. I just see people, They, I, I say this a lot, as someone who suffers from depression with the therapy for depression. People love their depression. I love my depression. It's a friend. Rob Reiner said that during the making of When Harry Met Sally. The character uh, Harry Burns, played by Billy Crystals, based a lot in uh, in uh, the the truths of Rob Reiner's life, and he said it. He said it in the interviews during that uh, that movie. If you find the making of Harry Met, Harry Met Sally stuff, he'll say depression is my friend, and I miss it, and I want to hang out with it. And that could be that could be a thing. That could be a problem. I've talked about it very seriously seriously before. There's a seriousness to it. I'm seeing the same thing right now. Sometimes it's good to claim it and own it and publicly proclaim you're anxious and then other people can see it too. And then we all feel better. That's okay. But have check yourself. Make sure you're not continuing to go back to that fire pit of anxiety and just feeding off of it. Find ways to decompress. Find ways to relax. Find ways to have a little bit of normal. A little bit later in the show, I've been going into some uh, wellness talk. Grace is going to come in for that. You can do to improve your immunities right now, natural ways, wellness things. Uh, I I think that kind of stuff is important right now. This is why I decided to talk about ASMR today, because it relaxes me, relaxes millions of people, clearly, and if you can get past your initial, if you've never really taken a look at it on YouTube or anywhere, you can get past your initial kind of, uh, what am I experiencing? Why is there, you know, a young man or a young woman whispering in my ear on YouTube? Uh, you can get past that. I've, I've seen people write it off as some weird sexual thing. I, I you know, in general, I, don't, I can't speak for everyone, but in general, it's far from sexual. It is a relaxing thing. So, I wanted to share some channels, maybe even play some clips from them. You know, if you if if you're all fine with that, I'm do this without their permission, but I'll do my best to point you in their uh, direction. You know what I mean? Uh, this all started. So this started how I really, really found this. I say about two thousand and eleven, twelve. Yeah, it's been a long time. Been been around that, around that time. Uh, I I discovered uh, that I was I was watching again, doing the stumble, doing the YouTube wormhole stumble. I don't even know what it was. I do not know what it was. I stumbled onto a channel that's now called it's something a little different, but it's now called Rob's 
homemade life. And I'm inducting Rob, Rob Hewlett is his name, into the ASMR Hall of Fame, even though he's not an ASMR channel. He did do some videos where he tried to be not slightly parody, slightly having fun. He's a very funny older guy, lives in South Florida, had like a, a job at like a machine shop or something like that. There's some old videos of his old work, lost his job in the mid to late nineties. And he got a, He started a career selling things on eBay, like going out to thrift shops, buying things, cleaning them, fixing them up, and then like reselling them on eBay. And he made a, he made a career out of it. He wrote, wrote a couple uh, self-published books about it and everything. So he started doing videos about that stuff. And so somehow I stumbled onto this guy. And he's got, he's, he's in South Florida, but he's got kind of a, just a general Southern gentleman feel to him. He's a little quirky. And I stumbled onto a video in which he, the, it's titled How to Cut Your Hair in Five Minutes with a Flowbee. And I, again, I haven't even been to his YouTube channel yet. And I was just like, what? Flowbee? I, I want to see a Flowbee in 2011 or 12. Like he, he posted the video on December 14th, 2011. So this had to be early 2012. I stumble onto it. And I watched this video and it's up close on this beat up box of the Flowbee. And he's going through how he uses it with a little, a lot of charm, but a lot of sincerity. He's sincerely going through how he uses the Flowbee to save $15 on a haircut. And I'm fascinated by this. He's also kind of a prepper. I'm fascinated by this. But his hands are in the video, not him, his voice his hands and the way he kept picking up the Flowbee and putting the extensions on and, and kind of demonstrating it was causing my head to tingle while I'm watching this video. So like the next night I watched it again and I watched it again. I probably watched this video like 20 times. So then I go to his channel and he's got, he's got a lot of other videos where he's doing weird little things, quirky little things on how to get to, you know, clean up your shaving blades or how to make your own little, uh, uh, phone, uh, how to, you know, if you have a little, uh, case for your phone and you don't want it to fall off, here's a little trick and he's in some food items and prepper tips and all these kind of things. And he's, he's this D- DIY guy. And then next thing you know, I am knee deep in this knee deep in this. My friends at the time, I didn't tell a lot of people, but they were like, you're a crazy person. Then I tell one friend, and she's like, oh, you mean ASMR? I'm like, what are you, ASMR now? What now? She goes, the tingly feeling in your head and in your neck, and it's relaxing, and it's a sense. I go, yeah. She goes, yeah, it's called ASMR, dummy. There's a whole world to it. I wrote an article on it, and she sends me a link to an article she wrote on, on a website she worked on, and it had a list of artists and explained what, and I, it, I, next thing I know, I'm like, there's, I'm not alone. Like, no, you're not alone. Like this is uh, many people feel this. I explained to her since like second grade when the substitute teacher came to my class. I remember clearly just like losing, like, ah, like feeling so relaxed, tingly head sensation. I've been carrying this with me. Like it was some weird thing. Like I was shamed of it. She's like, no, nah, well, you're not alone. She goes, it doesn't really necessarily work for me. Some things in it. Is. So that started. So, so this is, I'll play just a clip here. This is Rob. We used to, his channel used to be called Mr. Hewlett 101. Um, now it's, like I said, Rob with two R's, Rob's Homemade Life. Find him on YouTube. A month for haircut, $2 for a tip. This thing will save you about $200 a year. Um, so it's come close to saving me $1,000 since I bought it. 
you might find haircuts less than $15, but I was living over on the beach and uh, it wasn't cheap. <laughs> um, so this is what you get when you get the Flobe. Uh, by the way, I purchased this uh, online and it was uh, very inexpensive on eBay. You can get them used for uh, 20 to $30. This was uh, close to 60 or $70. If you do buy it used, ask the seller to take a look at the uh, the cutters on the inside, make sure they're not tarnished because it could be rusty from using it on cut or wet hair. Um, this is what you get in the box. This is your cutter. This is the part that's going to cut your hair. There's a little motor in here, and, and this is where your clippers are. This end hooks into your vacuum cleaner, so it's going to be very noisy. This guy's the best. This is your power supply. He's the best. And your power supply. He's sincerely teaching you how to use a Floby. Outlet right here. Rob's the and like best. I said, this end goes into your You can actually here. find, if you go some of his early videos, because, he, again, he started. Uh, I'll, I'll quiet Rob down. He started in, in, like, 2008 or 9 on YouTube. And I give this guy credit. I always have problems with technical stuff, right? I always, always uh, feel like I'm old and behind uh, the curve uh, a little bit. Um, this guy, and he's got to be in his late 60s now, maybe. I don't know. And he's had some health problems. He's still, he knows how to upload videos. He changes with the times. This guy's had a YouTube channel since before we all knew to have YouTube channels. And his numbers aren't huge, but I've watched the guy grow. And so if you go back to some of the early videos, you'll see me in the comments. Joking around with him, talking to him, and he respond back. And I, I was actually going to, I still might try to, get him on the knapsack files. I got to find him. I got to reach out. Uh, all right. So here's some ones that I love. You can take some notes. And this is one of the first big ones. Uh, and and this, this industry that is just, it has just absolutely exploded. But it was big to begin with. There's uh, some ones that, uh, some ones I enjoy. That uh, and maybe don't necessarily watch as much as I used to. That includes a channel called The Water Whisperer. A girl named Elise does uh, some great stuff. She she went away for a while, comes back, and then um, like that's the one. Like if you if you like, and again you got to find your trigger. So my triggers kind of change. I don't like the personal attention stuff that much. She like does some dental role play ones, like she's a, a dental uh, hygienist, and the scraping of the teeth and everything. And it's just amazing how they do what they do with the camera, and they get little props. She was great. Uh, there was a channel that's not really active anymore. The, unfortunately, the uh, girl behind it, I think uh, her brother passed away, and I think she moved to LA to try to do some other things, and she hasn't been active for the last couple of years. Her uh, ASMR request. Uh, she was really good, got really popular. Uh, ephem ephemeral rift. I can never say the word, but ephemeral rift is this guy. And again, just so you're clear, uh, I find that most, the most relaxing voices for me are, are older guys. Yeah. Uh, try explaining that at parties. And ephemeral, 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 gosh, can get, get it together. Ephemeral rift. You put certain letters together. I can't do it. He's uh, about my age, but he's a guy. He's just funny, and he just he just he just parody ones, but they also are ASMR. And he's got a whole thing. It's great. Check him out. Uh, there's a guy ASMR barber. like this Italian guy, and that's where that one started. I stumbled onto ASMR barber and another guy called the Nomad Barber, and they aren't necessarily they didn't necessarily start out as ASMR artists. They actually were studying the fine art of haircut, haircutting. No, uh, nomad barber is a is a is a barber is a hairstylist, and they go around the world getting haircuts from different places. And 
this is the weirdest thing. There's subcultures of different styles of haircuts. Indian street barbers, uh, a lot of um, British and uh, UK and European kind of barbers with their style. The Japanese barbers have their own distinct style, uh, tips and tricks. And ear cleaning is is uh, nose trimmings, a regular part of the haircuts in Japan. And then the old old American uh, haircut, the, the old barbers, the little dirty, musty smelling shops. Uh, and then the barbers in the in the in the in the south, and we know we know barbershop culture is big as well. Like there's so many there, and you just open your 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 mind to it, and you next thing you're in a YouTube wormhole. But then I was getting relaxed, and that's when I realized, oh wait, that's right. As a kid, I used to fall asleep while getting a haircut. So ASMR barber is another one. But here's uh, some of the ones that I uh, still to this day. Uh, check in on, uh, and this one guy, he was, uh, he's kind of a granddaddy of them all. He has only though 835,000 subscribers. I say, I think I have 2000 subscribers on my YouTube channel, but his videos go into the millions. And he is a Australian guy and he plays sometimes little different characters. And he does weird things. And a lot of his videos just started out as him, him giving head massages. And there's a whole head massage subculture, Indian hair cracking. Uh, there was, uh, a guy, uh, uh, Baba, Baba Sen, who passed away last year. He was like an all-time, he did like this mystic uh, head, um, head massage stuff. It's all, and then that would trigger me. It's all weird. There was this Chinese guy in New York who had a channel. And I don't know, it was like, it was so real, uh, so so interesting. He thought it was a character, like someone doing a sketch character. Then his YouTube channel got brought down. But then a lot of his videos got taken by other channels and just used without him, out of his permission, without his knowledge. Like, we're talking 4 million views, but his channel had like 10,000 views. Weird stuff out there. But you just search and find, I'm telling you. So this guy. May I begin? Thank you. What I'll do... Just to begin with, I just want to examine your facial area and just look for any signs of anything that might not be symmetrical in your face. The ruffles, everything will get you. So he's doing a cranial nerve exam, which is popular. Every channel has a a cranial nerve exam. And he went away. Massage ASMR, he went away because he, like, lost his confidence. That's right. I want documentaries about this stuff. That's great. There's a another channel. Uh, I won't uh, play every channel here called Female ASMR. They're a German couple, and they do uh, all these weird little uh, things, and, and some of them are very intentional. Some of them are not, and that's another thing. Intentional ASMR versus unintentional ASMR. I have found myself being more of an unintentional ASMR um, uh, person who reacts to that. Uh, so check them out. Female ASMR. They do. Uh, I found them to be greatly relaxing. One of the more popular ones right now uh, is uh, without a doubt, a girl who goes by the name of GB. A lot of you might, might even know her. She, she's now looking at over 2.51 million subscribers on YouTube. She does a lot of different things. She has an empire. Now I stumbled onto her when she was just starting out. We're talking 20, 30,000 subscribers. She knows 2.51 million. Uh, very funny, uh, uh, young, upbeat, uh, great sense of humor. I don't watch her as much anymore because, again, I've discovered that a lot of the intentional ASMR doesn't uh, relax me as much as the other ones. But she's she's great. She's a great listen. Uh, I and hope just I didn't keep you waiting long. Immediately became popular. Just blew up. Nice to meet you. I'm going to be doing your hearing test today. It is going to be completely non 
non-invasive, straightforward, very easy. I just want to basically test your ability See, I'm, to... I'm relaxing, getting relaxed right now because whatever, the sound of pencil on paper or pen on paper relaxes me immediately. I started to fade away. Before we begin... She's spectacular. Check her out. Confirm your name with you. A growing empire. A growing empire. I uh, wish her the best. I wish her the best. Um, and then the next uh, channel I want to cover here is uh, my number two on my list is channel called Best Unintentional ASMR. Now, this is the weird thing. Now, this channel takes from other places. They do give credit. It's a weird, wild YouTube world. I even have trouble. I'm feeling bad playing this stuff right now. You know, you want to give everyone proper credit. And recognition uh, credit is, is sometimes a currency, sometimes it's not. But I'm telling you here, uh, unintentional ASMR has led me into not just some great ASMR videos. It's led me into some interesting subcultures and subworlds and, and specialities that I have not necessarily taken interest to, but just check in on every now and then. Uh, Japanese uh, printmaking, the ancient art of printmaking. There's a guy, he's a he's a white guy, lives in Osaka, Japan, I believe he is, named David Bull. And he's on, he paired on one of these unintentional ASMR channels, and I'm on specifically on this channel called Best Unintentional ASMR. There's other ones around. And it's this guy, and he's kind of he, maybe early 50s, has lived in Japan for years, speaks fluent Japanese, owns a business there, and he does print uh, block making, which is, you know, the, the, the very painstaking art of, of, uh, watercolors on print blocks and all this kind of stuff. And he's got this great channel and he starts off, hello, I'm David Bull, print block maker, David Bull. And he goes in and explains everything and he's almost, it's relaxing, but it's gone beyond where I don't watch it for ASMR reasons. I just watch it to see this guy work and to study like this, it, this kind of, this art, this style, this skill, this industry that I wasn't aware of. There's a lot of weird things. So that's why I love going to a best unintentional ASMR. You can find things. There's this one I go to a lot because it's relaxing. I'm going to play it right now. And it's this guy who is the guy. He's the guy that always repairs Willie Nelson's guitar trigger. Willie Nelson has had the same guitar. It looks like it's been run over by a big rig. He's had the same guitar for like his entire career. And this guy, this guy very first Fixes it. amplified acoustic guitar system that really sounded right. So Willie, Chad Atkins, Jerry Reed, a number of well-known Nashville musicians were given these to promote. Willie was at a concert and... So this video becomes... Just historic, if you're a music fan, fascinating how he repairs the guitar, the care he puts into it. And then in the meantime, bonuses, you get relaxed and you don't feel stressed from the outside world. Check it out. It'll take you into it like this, this one, this one. I'm not, I haven't even heard this one yet. It's best. It's unintentional ASMR. Perfect sandwich no, made by an Irish gentleman. But if I came in late at night and felt a little bit peckish. I have no problem at all in making a good sandwich. And a good sandwich for me So this might relax you. It's kind of relaxing me. But also, the bonus is you get to watch an old Irish guy make a sandwich. And I bet you didn't know that video existed on YouTube. Try it out. Check it out. You all think I'm crazy.
I know you all think I'm crazy. The number one ASMR channel I'm talking about, and it is definitely not one that is intentional, at least not initially. It's definitely incorporated that, and numbers have grown. I I, I really do want to sit down with this guy and do an interview. I'm trying to get him to come, come to Burbank. I've tweeted him. I want him to come to, to the guy that cuts my hair, Richard's Hair Salon in downtown Burbank. Uh, I want him to do a video there. Um, he's called Haircut Harry, and you've heard me mention him on the afternoons. I think we've even played some of the stuff as Josh uh, sat there just thinking I was crazy, and, and with good reason. This guy, years ago, goes and gets a haircut, thinking like Turkey or somewhere like that, uh, or India, I think was his first one there. I can scroll back. Uh, and, he, and he goes back, and he doesn't think anything of it. He's just a guy, citizen of the world, citizen of the globe, goes around traveling and, and uh, video taking things. Yeah, all right, so he did his first one was in India, the original Haircut Harry video, and then his next one was a uh, Istanbul, uh, Turkey, Grand Bazaar Barbershop. Like seven years ago. Just post those videos. Doesn't think anything of it. First one has a million. The other one, 3.1 million. Uh, one of his videos, which is in London, UK, at a place called Jack the Clipper. Uh, it's a Turkish barber head, face, and arm massage. 2.9 million views. And we're over here trying to make uh, which uh, outfit of Luke Skywalker's would you wear in a fight at videos. And we're not doing anything. Anyways, this becomes a great study of the fine art of haircutting, the fine art of barbering all around the world. But specifically, and, and Haircut Harry is a, a guy from the UK. He comes over to America a lot. And he does a lot of stuff on Route 66. A lot of these small town, how he finds them is interesting too. And that itself has become Almost as interesting and important to me uh, than uh, the act of being relaxed by the sounds of haircuts, which I very much do. So check him out, Haircut Harry. Uh, I really seriously want to meet this guy. I want him to come to Burbank. I want to set this up. Um, I think it's just fascinating. He's, he's just a quiet, straightforward, sometimes seems really serious, but he just he goes dead face when he gets in the chair to get cut because... He used to put like the early videos, there's like a little music montage or something like that. And people were, were coming into his channel being like, we don't want it. We don't want that. We just want the natural sounds of you getting a haircut, no talk and no words, and it will relax us. And that's what he does. That's what he does. So my favorite series is this guy. Um, he does uh, uh, a haircut with a guy who has a lot to do. I mean, we're talking a lot to do with the... Uh, preservation and kind of the um, re-education to the rest of the world of um, Route 66. And it is uh, this guy, uh, uh, Angel Delgadillo, who's out in um, Arizona, right off the 40 freeway now, which is 40 freeway kind of destroyed them there. Uh, Seligman, Arizona is where he's at. And I have played this one on, I think, the uh, afternoons before, but this is... It's fascinating, and it's it's got 7.281 million views. It's insanity. It's got a little music at the end. This is a little different back in the days. Now it's just probably straight ahead. Guys, in his late, I think now he's in his early nineties. Okay, Jose. We'll show you if you want to.
sounds of shaving get a lot of people relaxed. When this guy starts talking, he's just the best. And then... video memorized down to the beat I'm watching. Around the ears we go. We try to hit all the nerve endings, all the muscles to relax you. play more check it out i want a documentary on uh, angel Doug deal just on his own and there's a lot on youtube about him again you go into subculture of that you go for the relaxation and the haircuts next thing you know there's a whole route 66 series of videos you can watch it's amazing anyways i know you all probably think i'm weird but in these times when you need some relaxation you need to turn your mind off you need to get to sleep they say asmr absolutely helps people get to sleep it helps me get to sleep relaxes me i feel calm i sometimes do it a lot uh, a lot of times now i i do it in the middle of the day when i'm writing i'm stressed i come in here put on some headphones bring up a video when i'm working other things and i'm just relaxed so check it out don't think i'm crazy i mean think i'm crazy but just see if you like asmr and if you have some of your own some i haven't covered today let me know i want to hear i want to be relaxed too stick around we're going to reset got some motivations our old friend nolan guthrie is going to check in and some wellness tips grace hancock it is saturday knapsack here on the knapsack files podcast feed bench 
and the recreational vehicle you both share parked on the side of the road. And once you find that space, all you need to do is this. Turn your back on the person you love. It's not that difficult. They say absence makes the heart grow fonder. Well, in a pandemic, that is true times a thousand. Oh, don't you worry. In a short amount of time, you'll find that all those little annoyances that you think you have will fade away. It might be by lunchtime. Could be by dinner. Could be by the evening time when you both have to settle in and argue over what to watch on Netflix. But rest assured, this feeling will soon pass. And you'll find yourself turning around from that dark corner, that Blair Witch face to the wall of love. And when you do, you'll be shocked to find your partner of choice still has their head, back, and soul Turned away from you. That's right. You might be ready for love, but they need one more day. So come on, CDC. Help them out. Extend this lockdown. And give us all a chance to turn around and face love again. Loving a lockdown is hard. But pretty soon... It's going to be all you got. Bye. Music for Motivations with Ken, uh, brought to you by Kojak. Check out Kojak's links in the description of this podcast and on the YouTube videos of those. And yeah, I will be bringing live motivations with Ken back to YouTube. Live action, I should say, not live. Live action ones. I do plan on doing that. Why haven't I done that? I'm lazy. Why why can't you just acknowledge that? I'm talking to myself. It was the move, the delay, finding a place to shoot. I found all that. I've thought about it. The bathroom's right next to me. Both of them. And I don't do that. Don't forget, this uh, coming uh, week we'll be really going into the Lego builds, or what I'm calling brick building, because we don't want Lego to come after me. Brick building with Ken on TV, uh, uh, twitch.tv slash Ken Napsuck. Twitch.tv slash Ken Napsuck. That is me. I'll be doing the uh, streams there. It's been a lot of fun uh, being on Mark Ellis' streams. A lot, of, uh, a lot of us coming together from this same little circle. Coming together and, uh, you know, uh, trying to make the best of the situation, continue to create so we can support ourselves in whatever way possible. But I got to tell you, the, the Mark Ellis stream the other night, we, we did a few. And uh, at, fi- at the time of this recording, we're getting ready to do the bar trivia one. Uh, and by the time you listen to this, it will have been out. But we did the one where just Mark and I popped on on a Thursday night and just chit chatted, did a thing, and you could just I could just feel it was it felt good for us, it felt good for a lot of people in the audience just to come together 
and hang out, a sense of normalcy during this uh, crazy time. So uh, we're looking forward to that. All right, so uh, I do, there's a show here on the Knapsack Files called Mysteries in the Unexplained with Nolan Guthrie, friend of mine, Bigfoot enthusiast, uh, just loves exploring all the mysteries and the unexplained things in the world, and he hasn't been on the air in a while. We had some, uh, I guess, some guests were booked for him and uh, couldn't, give, couldn't get him in, and now he's not even around. But I convinced him to call in from an undisclosed location. So here you go, a little mini edition of Mysteries and the Unexplained with our friend, Nolan Guthrie. What is happening? Is all of this real? Or is this a figment of a New World Order's imagination? I'm Nolan Guthrie. And this is a Mysteries in the Unexplained special report here on the Knapsack Files podcast feed. What are your prime directives? Serve the public trust. Hello, everybody. I am Nolan Guthrie calling in from a secure bunker in the greater Pacific Northwest region. I do not want to give away my position for fear of what that might expose me to. No, not necessarily the virus that is causing much, much understandable dread around the world. We're not here to belittle that situation, but I am worried that any of the powers that be behind this might be interested in my location. I have searched many things in my life, many mysteries, many leads to find out Are we alone? What is going bump in the night? Is Bigfoot real? I believe he is. In fact, I once encountered Bigfoot on one of my many Bigfoot hunts. We shared a moment of surprise, catching each other off guard. We both stood across a small creek in the Oregon wilderness, keen while staring into each other's shocked eyes. I do believe Bigfoot is real. I do understand that aliens may or may not be here on Earth, or they've least passed through, and some of them have tried to take our Netflix passwords. I understand that there's many things I cannot explain, nor you. But I can explain the dangers of a virus, and I hope everyone out there is taking this seriously. I am a lifelong prepper. I have been prepared for this situation. Though I do not broadcast my prepper tendencies for fear of mockery by what I call the unprepared, I do understand. Some of you might not understand the ways of prepping Van Nuys, California in one very important trip. I can tell you that I am prepared to be here in this bunker four months, which just might need to be the case. For some of you out there, I understand you were caught unawares, not sure what to do in this type of situation, left with only discarded or thought to be discarded bags of top ramen, a can of soup that you thought long gone, and maybe, just maybe, a half-eaten bag of goldfish. I can tell you how to get through this. I can tell you 
how to take two unused napkins, a slice of cheese, and a lot of determination and make it in to a sandwich fit for a king. That's what we do here as a prepper in a bunker. I am part of the Great American Prepper Association, a group that meets and always has snacks to eat. I do not know how long this will happen. No one can be sure. As I said, I am prepared for months. And I know a lot of places are on forced government lockdowns. Uh, more proof in many people's eyes that the new world order is behind this. I think that's tremendously possible. It also could be just the Scientologists pushing uh, something forward that they hope will push all of us toward their personality tests and deeper into their organization, deeper towards the search for their alien overlords, and, of course, more funding for their very fun, action-packed motion pictures. No one will ever really know, and I hope to have the answers. I will be checking in from time to time from my bunker just outside Corvallis, I mean in the greater Pacific Northwest region. I may even have guests. There is a network of preppers ready to share their advice with all of you. For instance, did you know that an old fishing cap with the right amount of duct tape can be turned into a cereal bowl to be used time and time again. And did you know, a couple of dried leaves and the will to eat it can be the cereal you need. I don't have all the answers for what's going on outside, but I do want you all to remain safe. And when I can, I will check in because there may be a lot of mysteries and there may be a lot of the unexplained, but together we can get through it all. I'm Nolan Guthrie. And I'll see you soon on Mysteries and the Unexplained, part of the Knapsack Files podcast feed. What are your prime directives? Nolan Guthrie checking on in there. Looking forward to having more Mysteries and the Unexplained here on the Knapsack Files podcast feed, part of the Saturday Night Special lineup, uh, which is what we used to call this show. Now, Saturday Night Knapsack, the seventh edition of this. We, we count all the titles together in one. All right. New segment on the show. We're doing it from time to time. Uh, we are, uh, you know, with these stressful times, we keep talking about it. I don't want to belabor that point, but also just uh, going forward, we might all be a little bit better for this. I talk about the fact that more men will be in uh, bathrooms washing their hands uh, is a good thing overall, right? I would think so. Again, we keep harboring, uh, harping on this and, and harboring uh, uh, good thoughts about the idea of men <laughs> did not wash their hands before I did. I swear to God. Uh, so because of that, all that weird intro to say, we're uh, welcoming our uh, health and wellness expert, uh, Heather Grace Hancock to the show. Welcome. How are you? Oh my gosh, I'm very well. I'm uh, I'm a little disturbed Why? by uh, the how men needed a, a world crisis to wash their hands, but you know, I hey, here we are on the other side. I am too. Vegas uh, lines out the door just to wash their hands. 
Well, thank God. But after going tinks, which was the problem. This I wasn't just, done before. The fact that somebody can just hold a wing wang? a wiener and then just like go about their day is just yeah. will haunt my nightmare. See, women don't do that. Really? They're like, na 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 scrub scrub scrub. Is that the song you're choosing to sing to during these times? Yeah. I don't. I just. I what I do is I wash wash, and when I normally think I'd end the wash, I start counting to fifteen. I think that's beautiful. Also, you know, Ava DuVernay has a, a pinned on her Twitter profile, mm-hmm. a really great video of uh, of like a person with gloves on and ink washing their hands to show like all the parts that you miss. Oh, really? Showing why we need to do like between, between the, the, between and the, the flanges. And then you got to get the thumbs. The thumbs will fuck you up. Like you yeah, I think people thumbs. forget the thumbs. Yeah. Thumbs the forgotten. It's a great video. Everybody should go watch it. It's oh, on our okay. Twitter. It's pinned. We'll watch it. Yeah. The reason you're here, you're here for a lot of reasons, uh, because uh, health and wellness, not just and fitness, but not just um, not just surface stuff is big for you and should be for a lot of people. And we figured in these times, we could share some stuff that you've got going around the house uh, that makes me feel better. And I'm real healthy anyways. Uh-huh. Oh, stop it. <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm happy to be here. Do you want like my opening thoughts? Yeah, what's your opening thoughts? Well, my open my my advice to people at this time is to just first of all just be intuitive because I think there's a lot of pressure that people are like, oh my god, I have all this time, I got to write my novel. It's like, sure, right. if that feels right, do it. If it feels right to rest, do that. Like for me, I'm definitely like, holy shit, I'm crossing stuff off my to do list from 2015. That feels good. So just be intuitive about how you're feeling. Is that, but you and I have been working at home for the last two years. Yeah. We are getting more stuff done. Is it because we don't have to go outside and talk to other people? We don't have to go to parties or not that we don't enjoy that stuff, but is that why you're getting more things done than you were two months ago or a month ago? I mean, yeah. I mean, look, like I love people, but I'm also like a textbook INTJ. So this is kind of like my What's an INTJ? Um, okay. Oh, honey. Um, it's the, it's a Myers, it's part of the Myers Briggs personality types. Uh-huh. I'm an INTJ. INTJ. Yeah. We've Introvert. Actually, we've talked about this actually. Okay. Yeah. I think it stands for, uh, mine stands for introverted, uh, intuition and other things. I don't know what that means. It's, the, the thing is called the architect. Like my yeah. personality type INTJ is called the architect. You know, I don't know what we talked about. I can't remember what I was. Well, I don't think you did it. <laughs> I didn't take There's a test I got to take? Well, yeah. They don't just like, how else would they tell you your personality type? <clears throat> you tell me all the time. Well, yeah. So what's your overall <laughs> So thoughts? the point is, is that, yes, uh, in a lot of ways, are we losing some human connection? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can that be scarier for some people than for others? Of course. Yeah. But also in a lot of ways, it's trimming a lot of the fat. And for me personally, there's a lot of suddenly my priorities are not so stacked, if that Mm -hmm. makes sense. So it's just giving me a little more, like I've had a lot less stress and anxiety because my day isn't like, now it's a little more like, oh, well, Mm. I'm going to read that book, you know? Yeah, you've been doing some book reading as have I been, uh, as have I been. I can't speak, but I can read. As you have been. As I have been. Um, Yeah, and again, a lot of, we understand a lot of things are big hanging over everyone's shoulders and heads and hearts right now. Um, but I think it's important to break it down and take it uh, day by day and hour by hour, be healthy and well. It's a mental thing as well as a physical thing. So you got some tips for us, some thoughts, overall thoughts too. Yeah, I have some thoughts. So just be gentle with yourself, be gentle with others, mm-hmm. check in on people. Like I said, this is kind of like my living wet dream personally, but I have a lot mm-hmm. of friends who don't feel that way. So I'm checking in on them. Right. 
Yeah. <coughs> Sorry. Are you okay? You coughing? No, you sprayed that stuff and I like got it in my I'm mouth. I'm trying to be clean here. Well, but now my mouth is like Cloroxed. Anyway, it's good. So Clorox your mouth. But I have some other ideas. You can, um, for things that you can't wash, like a mattress or maybe if you have a fabric couch, mm, yeah. um, you can make a, a mixture. And you can just Google it because there's a lot of different ones, but it's real simple. It's essentially just like get a spray bottle, like okay. a plastic spray bottle, clean it very well. Um, fill it with mostly water, a little bit of vodka, a little bit of tea tree oil, Ooh. and an essential oil of your choice. You know, a lot of them are like antibacterial in and of themselves. Right. Um, and that's a great like linen spray for blankets or things that you just can't wash, like a mattress or a couch. Like I said, that's a great little trip, or or or, or maybe like a throw pillow. Like if you want to, how is that? And then you spray it on it. Different or better? How's it better than just a thing of Febreze? Well, Febreze is literally only good for smells um mm. that's there's no mm. cleansing there's powers nothing in, in there. febreze no and actually most febreze is quite toxic so but i It'll like smell it smell better but it's not good for you okay so, so this is a better so vodka is better well it's antibacterial i mean okay and also uh, get drunk yeah. um also for all my ladies and boys who love to wear makeup make sure to wash your makeup brushes Hopefully. I saw you doing that the other day. Yeah, hopefully you're doing that pretty consistently anyway, but now would be a great time to do that. You can do that with baby wash or with mm. a, if you don't have a makeup cleaner, um, you can use baby wash or just like a, a, a dish soap if times get real rough, but really hot water. People should be doing this regardless. So you're saying, especially the ladies, I know men out there uh, using the makeup brushes too. I don't yeah, want to sound course. like I'm not thinking that's the case, but shouldn't ladies be doing this normally? Is this their version of not washing after the urinal? I, yeah, I would hope so. I mean, for, you yeah. hope they are, but you don't know. I think we can all be guilty of letting it go on a little long, not but you, yeah, I make but. a brush. It. No, not me. Cause I have mental problems, but, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, I would, I would hope that even a normal person would be washing them at least once a month because you put them on your face. I mean, I right. don't wear makeup every day. Like mm-hmm. I actually don't, I wear makeup maybe like once a week, but especially if you are wearing it once a day, you should for sure, because your face is how you get all of your germs. Yeah. Especially right now. That's what we're talking yeah. about. The face, yeah. the don't face, the face. face. Yeah. Okay. And that's, those are, those are literally brushes that touch your face. Yeah. So think about that. Okay. And also you're cross contaminating cause you're putting it in your foundation. You're putting it in your matte powder. Mm, okay. You're putting it in your, yeah, I definitely know your that. bronzer. Yeah. You know, you get it. I definitely know. Um, and also, um, a pressure point that everybody can do for acupressure. That's really good for immunity boosting. And you, you can just Google it. It's called K 27, which stands for kidney 27. Okay. It's kind of Outward and diagonal from your collarbones, okay. and just like give it, give it a little rub. Explain this uh, thought behind this because you do this a lot. I f- just don't like touching my body. Um, <laughs> so what, the, the, what's this, what's the thought behind this? Well, acupressure is essentially just acupuncture without the needles, and acupuncture has been around for three thousand years. So I think we can all agree that it's pretty effective. But um, they lived to like twenty nine, but three thousand years ago. Okay. I'm not going to rub your pressure so, points. So, so something anymore. wasn't working. I'm not. No, I'm not disparaging this. Um, what is it supposed to do? You press because you're saying K27 for your kidneys, but you're pressing your collarbones, right? Your because, clavicles. Oh Lord Jesus! I mean, okay. So the whole body's. No, I bet I want to know the 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 pathway. I know, but I feel like I can't. How do I'm like? All right, kids. And today on Acu 101, we'll be learning about well, meridians. Well, we. There's meridians in the body that correspond to different organs. Well, it's, no, it's perfect because we on the first part of the show, I went into ASMR and just was telling people how to relax with weird things. And it's automated uh, sensory meridian response. Oh. And 
one of the guys I do I watch where is this old Chinese guy in New York and he goes and he carries around is a this doll. the haircut guy. Don't make fun of the haircut guy. It's I just weird. Did, I just did a whole show about not being shamed by it and you're shaming me. I'm not shaming you. I'm just I I want every woman who listens to the show to to tweet me or something and let me know how you feel about your partner late at night watching men cut other men's hair. <laughs> it's, it's a it's a it's a wonderful beautiful thing. But he this guy um, uh, goes around and he, and he just gives people head massages and stuff. And he like works for Domino's or something like that. So they're all over New York and he goes to, uh, 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 Bryant park in New York and does it, but he carries around a doll, like a, like a doll. And it has all the, it's like a new doll type thing. No, not anatomically. It's getting weird, no, no, no. but weirder. he's got all the lines, all the nerves on oh. it. And he'll point to them and be like, if I touch this, it clears this. Yeah, absolutely. So this is oh, the same. Cool. See, it's cooler than you thought. Well, look, it's a man the same walking thing. around with a naked doll rubbing people is a little weird. It's a, it's weird a different intro, video, man. too. But so what you're somebody, but what I'm saying is because it's a podcast, you are pressing on your uh, almost collar bones. Yeah, I, they're just pressure points. Pressure I think points. Most people know what a pressure point is. Yeah, no, they get that. And that goes and down to, right to your here. kidneys. Yeah, it's kidney 27. Okay. And it it's, I mean, it's hugely. How um, long do you got to rub them? I mean, I think you could, you should do it it's for a personal like, question, maybe a minute at a time, like five times a day, but you can't five. overdo it. Okay. Oh, you can't. It's like, no, it's like ab work. You can't. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. So that's good. So to do that, 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 what does that do in theory? Um, I mean, I forget like the exact science behind it, but it's, but it's for immunity boosting properties okay. in the body. So it'll help send we need? it kind of like overstimulates those areas in the body that are already there to sort of help us fight things. And none of this gives them like extra points to be clear and legal. Like none of this is going to prevent you from getting COVID-19, but no, I am not a licensed medical professional. Right. We don't want to, but boosting the immunity in this time. Yeah. And vitamin C. Yeah. Vitamin C and all those kind of things. I mean, if you can do what, if you can't do anything but one thing, Mm -hmm. just get so much vitamin, just eat vitamin C until you shit your pants. Literally. Because at a certain point, it will that's, give you diarrhea. That's, that's when you start cutting back. Okay. That's Look, when man, you know. times are bad. Um, yeah, times are bad. So old men cutting other people's hairs should uh, be a good trick to relax. Sure. You, you should try it. I'm good. Um, also, for um, kind of similar to acupressure, if mm. anybody wants to Google emotional freedom technique, EFT. Okay. EFT. EFT, emotional freedom technique, and or... Uh, just sometimes it's just called tapping. It's a okay. really simple, uh, like emotional release, obviously emotional freedom technique that helps with uh, stress and anxiety and all this kind of stuff and can be, which in turn dealing with stress and anxiety boosts your immune system, but yeah. also it's a stressful and anxious time. So it's yeah. kind of a, it's a, what do you do? It's a win-win you tap. It's kind of a series of tapping. You've done, like, you show me the taps. Yeah. I try to show you all these things. I, I look, I'll have a <laughs> glass of whiskey and some vitamin C and some, some Zycam. Okay. I take Zycam we'll, like we'll candy, there. but I don't remember. You have a sequence. It's like a, you're like a baseball coach giving a stolen base sign. Yeah, sure. You're like, you tap, you tap, you tap, you go to your wrist, your wrist, your wrist. Yeah, there's a certain order to go. If I mess up the order, I mess up my immunity. No, you can't do it wrong. You can just do it more effectively. Okay. But this is a tap, tap, tap. Just do it. Do it. Just, just so they can hear. Well, I do a little bit of a different version, but it's like, <laughs> it just sounds like jerk it off, man. 
Okay, but you're so just I'm tapping doing, your wrists, yeah, you your forearms. Yeah, you do right forearms. side, left side, right, right side. You switch okay. off. Um, okay. But it's it's a very well-known thing. You can Google it. It's it's pretty simple. It's e- not something you can fuck up. EFT. EFT. Also known as, like, tapping, the tapping solution. Okay. Um, I like that. It's a great book by okay. uh, something Ortner. Him and his sister have good books on it. Um, but again, it's it's acupuncture. It's it's over 3,000 years old. Um, and also just practice hands-free eating. It's a great time to use chopsticks. Oh, yeah, okay. I don't do this normally. You know, I drop things on the floor. I eat them. Um, yes, I know, Kenneth. Chips on the table at work he or will at, a gro- no, at a restaurant. Everybody needs to know that he will drop food on the table at at public re- and then mm-hmm. eat it. Yeah, it clean the table. It my soul crumbles. Yeah, but I drank from the hose in the seventies. So I'm okay. Yeah, back then shit was clean. Times are hard it was now. Fine. Um, I don't want to kiss that mouth after table food. Well, then you don't. So well, that's on you. Uh, what was I talking about? Chopsticks. Yeah. Oh, you've been eating Cheez-Its with a chops, I chopstick set. I think you're just set. jealous of my chopstick abilities. You've good, got good chopstick abilities. I'm very dexterous. That's, yeah, that's 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 true. Um, is that just you're afraid that the box has diseases inside of it? No, 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 no. But you can only wash your hands so good. Mm-hmm. And look, we're watching Netflix. We're picking up our phone. We're sipping out of a soda the pop. The phone is dirty. The keys are dirty. Yeah, we're hitting the Roku remote. You know what I mean? Like there's mm-hmm. just, it's an endless cycle of grossness. So it's like fresh chopsticks out of the thing. Little chomp chompers. I did buy you a set of chomp chompers. Yeah. So I feel I contributed. And they're sustainable. They're bamboo. Right. Right. So so, that, so that's a chopsticks. Cheez Its with chopsticks is an example. What else are you doing to do hands free eating? I'm just literally eating everything with spoons and chopsticks. Like I like eating granola, put it in a cup and like drink it. You know what I mean? Which I've done. If, well, mm. All of these things are things that I've been doing my whole life because I have severe you just, germophobia. You just feel like this is your day. Oh, I, your, I am this shining. Your, yeah. Right. Yeah. No, I, I, I get I, to stay home and I'm, be clean. I'm That's wrong. All I want. We, we employed some of this, these tactics in Vegas and Disney uh, during times where maybe we shouldn't have been there. And we came out. <laughs> With I had a slight sore throat for like a two day period. Yeah. Out of Disney. And that was because it was raining. And here I am straddling you, rubbing your pressure points because I love you, and suddenly your throat is better. Huh. What a coink eating. Kids. I don't know about that. <gasps> um you've also been uh, putting pills down my throat. Yes. And these I think I believe in these. You're you're uh you Of course uh, you believe in pills. What generation are you again? The seventies, the pill poppins. Uh, yeah, exactly. Seventies and eighties. Um, no, you, uh, also, uh, your mother, uh, use, and your sister uses these like, digestion pills. Now I first started, okay, uh, first of all, they're vitamins and they're just digestive well, enzymes. Okay. Yeah. But the, bo- the bottle just says digestion. That's all it says that's on just it. just the name of the nutrient. What a name. They can't call them like DGs or something like that. What? You want them to call it like if good Fred, poop? Yeah. If, no, if they were Fred Flintstone vitamins, we'd have them. Again, it's just called digestion. It's kid. Yeah, and they were it's we were marketed down. to. We were marketed to. <laughs> okay, well, I'll put a, a Fred Flintstone. You sticker put a little happy face on it. Vitamin. However, it's good stuff. I know, and you always steal them because they're very effective. Yeah, so I can eat tacos and not have taco tummy. Yeah, because it helps with with heartburn, mm-hmm. with digestion, mm-hmm. and the and the flora tummy. ones, the probiotics. Yeah, probiotics. Oh, everybody should be taking probiotics yeah. all the time. They're so good. Yeah. Um, and with what's going on right now. So we take those and then you give me, uh, what are those other pills? Lime sick. Lysine. Lysine. Tears of lease from game of Thrones, <laughs> which kill people. 
Yeah, um, rising is. You, I, look, here's, you just put pills in my hands and I take They're them. They're vitamins. I've never given you a pill pills. in my life. You need to make. But in pill form. I mean, they're what fine. am I supposed to call them? I mean, a pill is, is, has a, a connotation di- that it's a prescription or a medication or an it's Advil. It's a digestion or pill. It's a digestion. You're not giving me a powder. Enzyme. If I was to say, that's exactly what I'm giving you. It's a ca- It's powder in a capsule. In pill form. <laughs> I don't understand the problem with calling it pills. I just don't want you to be like, "Hey, honey, pop me some of them pills," and then it looks but like I'm working. like dealing drugs. No. It works. I'm here to tell you it works. I'm here to tell the listeners it works. I'm a genius. That's why I wanted you to come on and share it because we, you know, I take some some uh, pills um, or them. nose spray, the Zycam. I I just use it as a, uh, a, a, a I, I attack before I even get sick. Yeah, but you do have like a hard on for Zycam. It's great. You squish, you squeeze it up your nose, and you you're squish okay. Squish it up your nose. Yeah, you could squish it too. <laughs> I'll squish you up your nose. Um, but. You, you we, 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 before we went down to Disney, because uh, we knew we were going, we were making that decision to go. Uh, I don't know if we would have gone if if what had happened Wednesday night had exploded, everything started changing drastically. We already were there, but we were fine because we were taking a lot of things and doing all the precautions. Doesn't mean you can't catch anything. Um, we're still waiting, but uh, these these pills, these uh, vitamins. vitamins, immunity pills. Well, what, a really good one that you can literally order on Amazon, which is, I know how a lot of us are getting literally everything right now, except for toilet paper. What, what Amazon people are the, are the heroes right now, but you can get, it's called power lysine L Y S I N E. And it's actually whole foods market brand and it's 1500 milligrams of free form lysine. And then it also has vitamin C garlic, echinacea, B propolis, uh, for added, uh, immune support is what it says on the thing. Again, it's I'm not garlic. a doctor, but this yeah, is yeah, like, no, it's fine. if you're going to get a vitamin, it's mm-hmm. very affordable. And this is great. It's Come. really, really good stuff. I believe in it. I believe in it. I know you do because I save your life every day. I don't. I. 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 I'm all. I do love Western medicine, but I. I don't. Um, I don't shut off any other options. Never have. If you hand me I mean, this, I think you tease me for them, though. You just tease me because you don't like that I watch a ninety-year-old man in Arizona uh, cut um, hair. I think it's a valid thing to have concerns about. No, it's not. And also not health related. It's it lowers your stress level. Okay. Puts you to sleep. You just you've never tried it. I have tried it. I but I'm like the opposite spectrum. I'm like those weird people who who cilantro tastes like soap to them. I'm not saying that about cilantro. I love cilantro. What's I eat it every day. ASMR like is like nails on a chalkboard to me. It makes me want to. You got to find your right trigger. I don't think I have one. You got to find it. But I have like misophonia. Like I got problems, guys. Like I have that wow. weird like tick thing with What's my that? sounds. You know Oh, this. yeah. You can't. Repeating sounds. Yeah. So if I was to just do this. Yeah. You were doing it today by clearing your throat and I was about to strangle you. I was you. dying choking on a sandwich. It was fine. I, w- I wasn't worried about you. Di- I mean, I was worried about you dying. You, you choke didn't a lot. get up. Well, you choke all the time. <laughs> you didn't get up to help me. Well, you were clearing your throat. <clears throat> But you were just doing it so rhythmically. I was about to murder you. <laughs> yes, exactly. No. All right. It's the intervals. Well, thank you for your. Can we? We'll do more health and wellness stuff. You're yeah. uh, you're interested in uh, Reiki. You wanna you wanna learn more about that, and that is used in some ASMR videos. Oh, see, see, Look ma- it. massage ASMR. The guy from Australia, he does Reiki stuff uh, on awesome. his ASMR videos. I'm not sure what it is. It just looks like. Um, it's a Japanese energy healing. Right. <laughs> no, I, I get it. I just don't. I'd love to try it. I'll do it to you. That's the thing is, if when it comes to... I'll rakey you. Thank you. Ooh, um, 
I, I trust my doctor to give me the best, but I've, I've known, seen it gone wrong, but also at the same time, you know, I'm sure there's some, you know, snake oil salesman out there on the other side. But if, if you are like, Hey, give this a try and I do it, it makes me feel good. But, yeah, all right. Yeah. Proofs in the pills. Have I ever given you something that didn't make you feel good? Mm. Okay. Mm. Longer pause than I would have. Mm, no, there was that one. Also, you're kind of doing that thing with your pen that's making me go crazy. <clears throat> <laughs> there was a food item you give, uh, like. Which one? I don't know. We're, you're doing. You're, you're leading the path towards vegan, and I'm good with that. I'll switch. I'll always have a steak yeah, out. No, you've been very. I'll have good a steak. Out, I'll have a steak publicly. I'm not going to go to the smokehouse and not have a steak or anything like that. But uh, I, I'm, I feel better. Again, proof's in the pudding. I feel better. Yeah. Um, there's been a couple things you were like, here, try this. It's a substitute for blank. And then eat it. And I'm like, nah, that like tastes, a meat substitute? Uh, it tastes like cardboard. Yeah. Oh. Not just, Cause not all meat substitutes are bad. I like oh, beyond, beyond, beyond yeah, stuff. Like beyond. It just, uh, and I've had the impossible Whopper burger over at Burger King. See, that was a little dry. Yeah. It kind of just tasted like bean cardboard. <laughs> yeah. See? That's the case. All right. We got to roll. It's almost, uh, it's a long episode here, um, uh, but I appreciate y'all listening to Saturday Night Napsack. Uh Grace will be coming by every now and then with some health and wellness tips. Uh, again, she's getting more into Reiki, those kind of things, just to kind of help you through these stressful times. And if you have a question for, uh, reach out here. Um, you can also call in on the Anchor app. I don't put that out there a lot for the Napsack files. We use it a lot on Casterly Talk. Call me on the Anchor app. Call Grace on the Anchor app with a health and wellness question and she'll do that and uh, i know i got a call from a good friend tamor waiting uh, but it's for our friend dutch allen dutch couldn't be here today tamor but uh your call will be uh used soon with him so you can go to the anchor app you don't have to listen to the podcast on anchor but go ahead and call in through that again appreciate everyone who supports on ken napsuck's uh, patreon page hey that's me patreon.com slash ken napsuck but if you really want to support during these times and you know the content creators uh and i hate that term but we have that's what we are uh, you can support Napsack Files, but just listen to the podcast, spread the word, and uh, that will get, be a click. It'll be a listen. It'll be a download, reviews. and that goes. Uh, do the reviews, too, on iTunes, all those kind of things. Um, gets uh, gets the algorithms up. Uh, my book, Why We Love Star Wars, leave a review on Amazon. Boom. Gets the book up, and that's how you can help without uh, taking away from using yours. I always say during these tough times, put using yours first. Um, and, and then support us second, uh, when it comes to some of the direct support. Uh, but we are definitely a consumer based model right now here in the knapsack files and a lot of other places because our industry is gone. Our industry has vanished overnight. Uh, and a lot of it was happening before this, but now it's, it's uncharted territory. So we appreciate your support, the live shows, everything you can do, spreading the word. We have a great team, a great discord attached to my Patreon page. A lot of people helping, uh, doing great work over there, like Old Handsaw, uh, Jeff Scribbler, uh, John Mariano, Tim Van Newland, who is a, is a listener who made the Discord possible for me. He taught this old guy that new trick. So uh, we're almost out of here. If you have an ASMR channel that you like, let me know. Don't let Grace make fun of you. Watch it. Watch an old man cut another man's hair. You'll you'll feel relaxed and better during these times. And again, if you think uh, if you're concerned about my um, uh, passion for watching things burn in a fire pit. Uh, please send me to the appropriate uh, area for help. Uh, thank you, everybody. Thank you, Grace. Oh, thanks, honey. Uh, the dogs are barking. We got to go. We'll see you next time on Saturday Night Knapsack here on the Knapsack Files podcast feed. <laughs>